My name is Neil Bowie, and this is the Dorkaholics podcast. For those of you who do not know, Dorkaholics is the collection of Asian American voices talking about pop culture. Today, I'll be talking about Simu Liu being casted as t- the character of Shang Chi for the upcoming movie by Marvel Studios. Joining me is longtime friend and a frequent contributor for the Dorkaholics website, Andrew Nguyen. All right, thanks for having me on, my man. Thanks for having me on. So, for those who aren't as familiar with Shang Chi, what can you say about Shang Chi as a comic book character? I mean, I heard back in a couple years, I think like maybe a year ago, they were developing a film for him. So, of course, that was, or it was rumored, right? So nothing was, mm-hmm. and you know, I was looking up what Shang Chi was to really just define it. I think Shang Chi was a character that they made from inspiration from Bruce Lee, most definitely like Master of Kung Fu. The character used a lot of nunchucks. I think that his father was Fu Manchu's, kind of like the evil Asian stereotype kind of villain. He was always fighting against that, and I guess it was a character for like the Asian culture to really hop on that train of kung fu movies back then. That's what I know so far about Shang Chi and everything too. This movie will take us on a pretty cool ride and just introduce us to this character and probably get us interested in the comics later on. You know, which I think has happened for like Guardians of the Galaxy. Unknown characters, like a lot of people didn't know who Doctor Strange was before, and now everyone knows who he is. Iron Fist as well too. Even like a lot of people didn't even know who Iron Man was, and he was competing against Batman back then, right? Now everyone knows who Iron Man is. It's it's pretty fun how that's uh, been kind of spun out. Do you remember when they were when they announced Iron Fist, and there were people calling for an Asian casting? Honestly, I think that would have been a pretty cool thing that they did if they did make Iron Fist like more of an Asian character. We all know Iron Fist, the show, had its own flaws, not just because of the race itself or anything like that. Especially the first season was a uh, pretty, you know, pretty hard to watch as well too. Just of, you know the corporate side. They were like it was a martial arts series, but they talked more about the corporation side of things, and it was kind of like dull. It was a missed opportunity, but I could see why Marvel wanted to just keep the same character because I feel like they would have faced a lot more backlash just changing Iron Fist as a, you know, who's who is known as predominantly white character. And, you know, a lot of fans kind of grew up with Iron Fist and everything like that. So they had to deal with that probably too. But I mean, I would have supported it. It was like a half Asian, you know, half white actor or so like that. You know, have like the balance in between, I guess. You know, it, it, it was a missed opportunity, I would say so. But now we get Shang-Chi out of it. So, you know, I think they said Shang-Chi was supposed to be an Iron Fist too, as like a supporting character. How, um, how Captain Marvel was supposed to be a supporting character in Jessica Jones. It's polar, but I mean, everyone really enjoys Captain Marvel, and I think a lot of people are gonna enjoy uh, Shang Chi. Now this could be like a first Asian actor, and also mm-hmm. an all Asian cast, and I think they're gonna do the same kind of like similar to what they did with Black Panther. I would say, kind of like explore the culture of like the Chinese culture as well too, or like the Asian culture with, you know, with the right visual effects and everything that is limited in TV shows, but you mm-hmm. know. Is limitless in movies, so I think that'll be exciting to see what it's going to be like. As far as I've heard about Shang Chi, they're making him. It might be a rumor so far, but they're going to make him the son of the Mandarin, mm-hmm. which I think is a better step in the right direction. He was kind of there in Iron Man Three, but he was just like a name they were using, just saying like, "Oh, there's uh, a terrorist group called the Ten Rings. Uh, they're led by the Mandarin." And then Iron Man Three was did not live up to 
what you'd expect out of the Mandarin. Yeah, honestly, you know, I was really disappointed when I watched Iron Man 3 because I remember the Mandarin, you know, when you watch the cartoons or you read the comics and everything, the Mandarin was a badass character, dude. With like mm -hmm. 10 rings, have all these different abilities. So, you know, at first when we first saw the trailer, it was Ben Kingsley. And I was like, okay, I can try to get on board with this. And then, you know, at the same time, they entered the comedic relief that made Ben Kingsley just like, uh, you know the Mandarin's character just like oh this actor this facade you know and and then at the very end you see Guy Pierce's character he calls himself he's the Mandarin and then you know he start he he calls himself the Mandarin and you know we were like oh really is he that is that the Mandarin like really the arch nemesis of like pretty much Iron Man you know as that for the last movie of his trilogy. So I'm excited that they're actually now gonna explore him because I was one of those few people that probably watched the short All Hail the King with Ben Kingsley. He was in the prison and like a bunch of these guys came out and they basically was like, oh, the real Mandarin is upset about what you did and stuff. And, that, and when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, so that's awesome. So they're not just gonna do a one shot of the Mandarin and he's gonna be in future films. We just didn't know when it was, you know. We were just thinking like maybe Marvel just dropped it or whatever, but you know, he's coming back and Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings and if Shang-Chi is gonna be the son of the Mandarin, I think that's a great way of doing it. We've seen Marvel Studios take their liberties with the source material, like in Guardians of the Galaxy. They changed up who Star-Lord's dad was. So I think rather than create this character, rather than use the character of Fu Manchu, who already has negative racist connotations, yeah. you make him the son of the Mandarin, who serves that same villainous role and who fans already have some familiarity with and commands much more respect in the short. Like he offed a guy just for besmirching his name. Then it comes in the question, like, are, is Marvel gonna bring Ping Pang Foom to like the live action? I didn't know this either until someone kind of told me about it, that Ping Pang Foom the dragon was actually kind of like a racial connotation as well too, towards, you know, China with the name. And you know what else is that Simu Liu, the actor, is getting a lot of heat from Asian boss saying that um, a lot of Chinese people don't think Simu is good looking enough to portray Shang-Chi to be the first Asian leading actor for the MCU. And I'm like, dude, that's so ridiculous. This is why we can't have any nice things because people start complaining already when we just finally got this happening. What do you think about Simu? Do you think he's a pretty good looking dude? I don't think he's like bad looking at all. He's the right balance of Asian good looks with kind of like that Western roughness. Like yeah. if you've gone, gone on his Instagram, he's just a bunch of shirtless pics. And <laughs> have you have you seen the clip of him? He went on like some morning talk show. He talked about Asian male masculinity, sexuality, etc. As soon as it came up, like the whole room just broke out into laughter. And he just kept a straight face and saying like, no, look, this is like a real thing. When I was growing up, like I was told like no one want to date me because I'm Asian and that had an effect on me. Like, how do you think it would feel like to know that you're the least desirable person? Look, he's not just a hero on screen. He is being a hero for us, like socially. To bring up looks again, like, I feel like this comes from a place of like self-hate or something. But then again, it's Chinese people from China criticizing, making a remark about his looks. Yeah. So maybe they wanted like a more Chinese, like Chinese homeland actor. Like that mm. might've been something. But, like, in short, I, I think Simu is showing that he's the right guy for this role. He's really staying very, not politically correct, but he's taking it in very gracefully with all the remarks. 
like I saw on Twitter where Next Shark reported on Asian Boss's video because Asian Boss is known for going out there and just interviewing people with a mic to say, hey, what do you think? Mm-hmm. So Asian Boss made a video like Chinese, Chinese people think uh, Simu is too ugly for Shang-Chi. And then Next Shark made a very kind of clickbaity tile as well. And then he, when he retweeted them, just saying like, great title, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, you know, it, it really sucks that, you know, what Simu is saying is true. is like Asian masculinity, like, you know, we've taken a huge hit. And I think for me and you especially, or so, you know, like us growing up in an Asian populated area, it might not affect us as heavily as probably someone that's Asian that's also born in North Carolina or other areas that doesn't have like a huge Asian population like we do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that's always really tough because people laugh at it, you know, they because they know it's true. It's like, you know, we're always the butt of the joke and stuff like that and everything. But, you know, and he he's being such a respectful person towards this issue. He's not like angry at it. He's doing a very polite thing. Like, I, I, I applaud him for that, for sure, for you know, doing those things and just really standing up for himself in such the best, in the best way possible and everything. And honestly, when I was watching also an interview, I think for Entertainment Canada, when he was talking about, you know, him getting cast as Shang-Chi, he even took himself on live Instagram feed, which I kind of watch as well too. And it just shows that he's really grateful for this role, you know, and he's, he's like, if it was one of us ever got this role, I feel like, you know, we would react the same way. We're like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. I get to be a Marvel you know, cinematic universe character, a leading actor towards it too, you know, with like Chris Hemsworth, you know, with Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans and stuff. I think he's probably one of the best choices to do this right now. I just followed him after I found out the news. I was like, all right, let's follow this guy, you know? I mean, I think there were other actors that were also um, up for the role as well too. I think um, Ross Butler was one, and I think also uh, Ludi Lin. I mean, at first I didn't, think Simu was in the running so I was rooting for Ludi because I thought like he did a really great job in Black Mirror if you ever have you watched it yet yeah I've seen great episode yeah you see an episode and you see him like doing the martial arts and you know he looks like he could be like a great Shang-Chi as well too but you know overall I'm not upset about the pick with Simu at all you know I'm really excited to see what he's gonna bring to the Marvel Cinematic Universe see what the director is gonna bring as well to the directing name is Daniel Daniel Destin Daniel Destin yeah yeah mm-hmm. so I'm excited to see what he's gonna also bring too because I feel like Marvel they always have such a good track record of casting you know the characters as well too to play the role they brought us Josh Brolin as Thanos which I thought was like Wow, like that was a really great performance as well. And I really love Thanos in um, Infinity War and also Endgame. So they did a great job with that. And also, you know, initially we also had that, I think with uh, Chris Pratt cast as Star-Lord where, you know, everyone thought he was like, oh, he's like too out of shape or so like this. And, you know, but then Chris Pratt showed everyone by getting in shape for the role and, you know, you know, and looking like a superhero, basically superhero Chris. There's always going to be that backlash. Some people are always going to be unhappy about the roles, but I feel like this was a step in the right direction. A lot of people were upset back then when Tilda Swinton was casted as the Ancient One and Doctor Strange, which was originally in the comics was an Asian. It just felt like, you know, they robbed the character of its essence, I guess. 
That's what a lot of people had said. I was one of those fans, I think. I was like, you know, I love Tilda Swinton. I think she's a great actress. I just didn't know it being the ancient one is the best role. I get what Marvel was trying to do, but at the same time, first it was missed out on the Iron Fist of the Asian representation, right? And then you just kind of whitewashed the ancient one. And now we have Shang-Chi, which I'm glad that now we have like even Aquafina is on this cast as well too. And yeah, and I think everyone's also talking about how they want an Asian actor for Namor. We don't know what Atlanteans look like in the uh, MCU yet. In the Marvel comics, Atlanteans don't even look human. They look like they're actual mer people. Yeah, they just look very like half humanoid, like fish kind of people. So only Namor is the one that looks like human because I guess because of his history is kind of like similar to Aquaman where they uh, like a parent's like human and then the other parent is uh, Atlantean. Namor does look like he could be played by an Asian actor if you looked at the recent comics and everything, you know, with the, the slick black hair and everything like that and the eyebrows kind of has some Asian features to it. So, I mean, if they do make him an Asian actor, I think that would also be a great representation. It's kind of weird for me to say but it's kind of like because Namor isn't known to be Asian, so I think it would be a great representation to have an Asian actor play that role. You know what I mean? You're not in a box. It's not like, okay, you know, you, we don't need to cast an Asian actor for this role, but we should. It's a cool cho- It's a, like a very progressive choice if we choose an Asian actor to play this role. It's different from what, what the topic of Iron Fist was, where people yeah. from the comics, you look at Iron Fist like, oh, Danny Rand, that is a primarily Caucasian male. But yeah. when you look at Namor, first of all, he is half Atlantean, half human. So he's already a mix of cultures. So mm-hmm. why not go down that route and cast him as something more diverse? I think so too, because it's kind of like, you know, because you see with Shang-Chi, don't get me wrong, but it's like you had to cast an Asian actor in that one, right? You can't mm-hmm. cast like, like a white actor, you couldn't cast a black actor, you couldn't cast a Hispanic actor as well too. It's like, that would have had huge racial backlash for that, right? But mm-hmm. they had to, you know, they had to cast an Asian actor for that role. But with, you know, playing Namor, it's like, you don't have to cast an Asian actor. You don't have to, um, you don't have to, but if you do, that's such a progressive choice. And it really shows that there's, you know, that Asians are making waves in the entertainment industry. And it's always like really important to do that as well too. You know, especially in Hollywood, Emma Stone, when she was playing this, I think, half Hawaiian or half Japanese person in a movie, mm-hmm. and it was backlash for that because, you know, she's predominantly white, and it was just like they missed an opportunity where they could have casted an Asian actor and just said that person is half white or that person is, you know, half this or so like that, too, you know? We're talking about Asian Americans rep- or just Asians represented in the Marvel Universe, so this is kind of a separate topic, but do you remember the movie The Wolverine? Yeah, 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 The Wolverine, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was cast in Japan, so obviously it needed to be filled with Asian actors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I just remember watching that movie in 2013 and feeling really, like, angry, just because I felt that every character that was Asian in that film wasn't that great. We had the grandfather, the evil mastermind. We had the father who was challenging his own daughter, the damsel in distress over like ownership of the company. And then you had her like childhood love or boyfriend. And he was just a pawn, like controlled by the grandfather. And then like, and then you had a, you had Yukio played by Ryla Fukushima. 
and then she was pretty much like the sexy assassin dragon lady. You're drawing back from the article I read from you, man, uh, mm -hmm. about Wolverine. I think that's what you wrote, right? On the, yeah. Someone, yeah. So yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think, you know, a lot of the great, sometimes a lot of the great comic book storylines, especially Wolverine in Japan, I mm -hmm. think, um, you know, it drew back at the time when I think was predominantly Japan and Hiroshima and stuff like that. I think that's when I think that's when that story was written or so. You know, Japan was an enemy or so like that. So then, you know, they wrote a comic based on that storyline or so. I think. I'm not sure. But I think back then when they had those storylines and they tried to bring it, you know, those iconic storylines, they tried to bring it into um, the movies. Of course, it's not gonna, you know, age well at all, right? It's mm -hmm. not gonna age well at all. And so I totally agree with that, you know, that it was a def definitely a hit for us in the Asian community when we watched that movie and we were just like, man, we were just like the bad guys and we're just weak and we're just assassins and stuff like this. And it just kind of like made us feel really bad because, you know, Hugh Jackman as being like the leading hero as well, too, you know, who's, you know, a male Caucasian man. I love Hugh Jackman, though, so don't get me wrong about that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, just in that position, I think, you know, a lot of us when we were little, we grow up and it's like, oh man, you know, we're like the enemies, we're like the bad people and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's terrible to kind of feel, to have kids feel that way. But, but now, you know, we're in this kind of like timeline where we see us on the big screen. It was really awesome to kind of like see that. And now I'm, I'm really stoked for what Shang-Chi is going to bring. Now it's like, now we're like, all, all the Asians are like the really good guys. Some bad and it's like, it doesn't matter. You know, also to kind of go off topic, but it's, have you watched um, Ip Man? If you watch the second one, it's like the Western, like they kind of did the opposite too, where like the Western, Westerners were kind of like always bullying the Asian community and stuff like that. And then Ip Man is the hero and defeats, you know, the, in the Western boxing champion. I think that's kind of, I think that's kind of crazy that that kind of, um, that that movie kind of spun out like that as well too. I mean, I, I watched it and I was like, yeah, you know, like the Asians are the heroes and stuff like that. And I think um, that that's just something that we were kind of needing as well too. Not to say that you know that every Asian like empowerment movie should be about beating up you know Caucasian people or something like that. That's not <laughs> what I'm saying obviously. It, it, it's just to put us in a pedestal now because we've always been you know below it, and I want us to be up there where. You know, Asians are like, you know, like we're we're good looking, you know, we, we can be good looking, we can be masculine, we're other and also be smart and all these things, you know, and not play this Asian foolery role kind of thing that they always put us in, like Hollywood has been doing in the past years. I think, you know, Marvel definitely jumped on this because they saw how Crazy Rich Asian did. And I think with China is a huge market that they want to tap into. So having Shang-Chi was a good choice movie. I'm just excited to see what Marvel's gonna bring because I always feel that they always have, they always select the right directors, the right screenwriters to write like pretty good storyline movies. I just hope it doesn't get kind of like the MCU villain treatments for the Mandarin. That's what I'm saying, you know? I don't want him to be, I wish he's not a one shot kind of thing. I want to have more depth, more grit, you know, more grit kind of character. Maybe like similar, I mean like even though it's a one-shot villain, I feel like Killmonger was a good choice, was like kind of a good villain with Michael B. Jordan playing the app, playing that role. A villain that you kind of like, oh man, like I, I don't know how to feel about this villain. It's like they're not totally bad to understand what's wrong with them. I kind of hope they go that way with the Mandarin. What do you expect from this Shang-Chi movie? What do you want it to bring? I mean the easiest 
comparison would be I want this to be like the Black Panther for the Asian community. <laughs> yeah. I want to see people buying out theaters in like Asian neighborhoods for Asian kids to yeah. finally see a superhero that looks like them. I'm sure China will come around and like fully accept Simu once the movie's out and see like like yeah. he is doing us proud. Like this goes beyond just being a Chinese character. This he, he is embodying Asian people in the Marvel universe. You know what I really love is that I was reading about what Sumi's response to like you know the Asian boss video as well. I think he said that you know he doesn't try to ignore the voices. He tries to live with those voices and kind of um, work work past it and work toward like work towards like building kind of against it as well too. You know to work to work over it. I think that's just a great mindset to not just ignore this. It's like no, there's people that are giving gonna give you shit, but he's like. I'm, re I'm ready for it and I love that you know he doesn't try to avoid it he doesn't try to you know there's gonna be like some hate on him and but the guy's really got a lot of character from what I've seen and everything too and I know also that you know he worked a lot with Wong Fu Productions which has been you know one of those great production companies for like the Asian American he definitely knows the insight of like you know <laughs> the struggles of being Asian I think in regards to fans he knows what fans want and need because he himself is one of those fans yeah he knows who this character is he knows the gravity that this character might hold for some people might not be a lot of people know this character to heart where they're like oh you better do this you better do the right moves or use the right nunchucks or something like that you know what i'm saying i think with this fan base it's definitely gonna grow he has a lot riding on him and i think he's gonna do great with it as well too just being you know being this new leading asian actor I'm just excited, you know. I just want to see like the first trailer array. I want to see some costumes and stuff like that. See what the costume looks like. I think there was an artist that he posted about the Shang-Chi costume of him, like, you know, basically drawing him into a Shang-Chi costume. And it looks so awesome. It looks so sick. So, look for that. If they continue to do something like that, I would be really excited for it. You know, I'm just hoping to see some, like, good Chinese food also represented. <laughs> you know, they got to do that. I think this is a, definitely a good direction. And when I first heard it, first heard Simu and I first heard Shang-Chi finally officially confirmed I was so excited you know because I was like finally like an MCU film with like you know Asian people as leading actors especially what he said too he was like he was like sorry mom and dad I couldn't be a doctor I was like dang that hits to all of us because we don't want to be doctors we want it to be something else and you know he's doing it for us as well too because especially I had a conversation with my mom she was like you know Basically, America doesn't want to watch Asian people on TV. Every time I see you watch TV, and every time I watch TV with my mom, I'm always putting on The Office on rerun, you know? So it's like, of course, there's only Caucasian people on there. I, t I tell her, I'm just watching this one show. I'm not, there's so many other things that people watch. Like, maybe I should start watching Kim's Convenience in front of her or so like that, you know? Watch Always Be My Maybe on repeat or something like that. And maybe not that movie. Maybe yeah. not Always Be My Maybe. Yeah, maybe not Always Be My Maybe. <laughs> but, you know, because <laughs> my mom, like, she, she thinks that. But I tell her, like, no, like, I think Asians are being more progressively introduced. The Crazy Rich Asian that came out, Always Be My Maybe on Netflix. Woo Assassins just came out on Netflix as well, too. You know, and all the, and Farewell with Aquafina, I think all those movies coming out, it really pushes us in the right direction. And, you know, with Simu as being the leading actor, this Asian-led film in the MCU, one of the biggest movie franchises of all time, you know, I think that just really puts us on the map.
now. It opens up the door for more Asian-led stories, whether it's in the Marvel Universe or elsewhere. I think it's going to be awesome just seeing more Asian actors in the roles and stuff like that. And I think I think maybe Mulan's also coming out the same year, huh? Or 2020? Or I forget what year she's coming out in, but... Mulan's coming out uh, next year, March 27, 2020. 2020, okay, awesome. Back-to-back Asian cinema kind of thing. Any any final thoughts for us, Andrew, before we end the episode? Yeah, I just hope Simi watches this and let us, um, you know, <laughs> just kidding. I hope he, hope he knows that we're supporting him definitely 100% of the way. And uh, we think you're great looking, Simi. We don't think you're bad looking at all, man. I think it's just going to be a full ride. And I really hope, you know, Asian Americans everywhere really put spend that money to watch, you know, Shang-Chi when it comes out in theaters as well, too, because we definitely need that to show that we want more films like this. And we want Namor cast as an Asian actor, too. I think that's uh, pretty much it for me. Yeah, this has been a great episode. Thank you for joining me on the first episode of the Dorkaholics podcast. No and I enjoyed it. We hope we do more with more people coming in and stuff like that, too. So we can get, like, multiple people's opinions and everything. That will always be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slowly yeah. growing, but surely. Slowly growing, but surely. We'll get more guests. If you right. if you want to come out and talk to us, let us know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Just email hello at dorkaholics.com. We're very friendly. Have a great day, everyone. This has been the Dorkaholics Podcast. Bye-bye.